We just lived through 2020 three times. I'm going to cuss. Be advised. Hey y'all, I'm Jen. I'm from Oakland and I'm an androgynous, black, lesbian, feminist, and a lover of all black people. This is Darren. I'm an asexual novelist, researcher, and bona fide comic book fanatic from the widest part of Southern California. Orange County. We're queer millennials with three kids and nearly 20 years of marriage. This is a podcast about the realities of blackness, adulting, and relationships. This is That Black Couple. Should we tell them that we're recording this at like super late at night when we're super sleepy and we've been up all day with three kids and we just got done doing like long, long lists of things to do and now we're sitting down to record the final, final podcast of season three, which is the final episode of 2023. I think that's a good... Sorry. Final episode of 2022. I do do think that's a good thing to share. Yeah. Um, But if I'm being honest, it's, it's also giving, it's giving nostalgia. It is giving nostalgia. Because, like, literally the whole first, maybe first and half of season two was recorded late at night after we had a yeah. long list of things to do. And we had three kids and they run, had they had run us ragged and we couldn't yeah. see straight and we were dehydrated and yeah. half asleep. And we would record like six episodes a year because that's all we had bandwidth for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least now we're like we're like monthly, almost bi-monthly cadence. That's we, like we're speeding up. We're, this is impressive shit. Yeah, we're doing better. I wonder if niggas know. Do y'all know? I, th- I think they're know. noticing. I I want to believe, and I'm going to believe that they are noticing. Y'all better know because this shit's hard. I'm sleepy. <laughs> when I tell y'all, listen, listen. This is episode forty-four. It's the twelfth episode of season three of that black couple. We are wrapping it up. We are wrapping it up. We're closing it out. This is the end of season three. And it's low key like a hot drop episode because we're dropping it like at the very end of the year. Like to close it out right. To close it out right. This is the Black Hope episode. We're going to talk about what we're looking forward to in 2023. Have a seat. This is That Black Couple. I'm Jen. I'm Darren. And before we get started, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at that blk couple on facebook at that black couple and look us up on the internets at www.thatblackcouple.com you already know you can stream us everywhere podcasts are streamed that means apple Podcasts. that means google Podcasts. that means stitcher that means soundcloud it means all them other things also spotify also spotify you can find us there as well um if you can stream a podcast somewhere, you can find us there. So that leaves no excuse for you to not be telling your friends to stream us because wherever they stream their podcast, they can hear us there too. So you should be telling them to be streaming us on whatever service they be streaming their podcast at. I didn't tell them what to grab to drink, Darren. How? I don't know. I'm how tired. do we forget that? I'm tired. It's the last episode of the year. 2022 has been exhausting. It's the third time we've lived through 2020. Hmm. I'm sleepy. 
I mean, I feel like last time we did an end of the year episode, I feel like it was like champagne to celebrate. What are we doing today? I don't know, because I think I just told them to get tea, and that's all I'm drinking. That's all I've been drinking to, fin- to finalize this year, to close out this motherfucking year. All I'm drinking is hot tea, because I'm just trying to move <laughs> through it smoothly. You're trying to calm yourself down. You're trying I'm to clear trying the to airways. chamomiles. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> fight, I'm just trying to... Fight influenza. Yeah, I'm just trying to stay ready. <laughs> I just that's, think all we should be drinking right now is tea. I think that's what 2022 taught us. Take is, a is, sip right now. You know, it's a stay ready because mm. it's coming. It, it came for us. That, Listen, that's what 2022 did. It came for us. We wasn't ready. And look what happened last time. We wasn't ready. You know what I'm saying? So here's how this episode is about to go. We are going to share the things that we are looking back on in 2022 lessons that we learned. Mm hmm. We're going to talk about things we're going to take with us in the 2023 and things that we are hopeful about next year. And, you know, that should be a fun one because we both have big things happening for us individually, but collectively we got some dope shit going on as well. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. So I'm going to start by asking you, Darren, what is a lesson that you are taking from this year? Something that you learned this year that you want to share? Well, shit. What did I learn this year? Mm-hmm. Ooh, mm-hmm. What did I not learn this year? Is a better mm-hmm. question. This but was... I'm going to try and focus on what I think the biggest takeaway was. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, it was to not overthink it. Mm-hmm. Because I think coming through a pandemic and still being on the heels of that and trying to figure out what, what the new normal looks like, I think I spent probably the majority of the year trying to micromanage everything, mm. trying to be in full control, try to account for every variable, anything that could have ever gone wrong, mm. trying to dodge every tragedy possible. Yeah. Um, and I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I don't have the energy for that no more. And um, that's what I learned is that I didn't have to do that. Mm. I mean, maybe out of every 10 things that could have possibly gone wrong, right, Maybe only one of those 10 would have actually happened. Hmm. And so when you think about it that way, there's probably 90% of things I'm, pre- I'm like really trying to protect everyone from hmm. and prepare for that are never going to come to pass. Yeah. And that just feels like a lot of wasted energy. That is a lot of, yeah. It feels like a lot of wasted time. Mm-hmm. It feels like a lot of wasted mental bandwidth. Mm-hmm. It just feels like. I could have been doing so much more. So many other things. So many things that would have been more enriching, not just for me, but for the people I care about, Mm -hmm. the people I love, you know, the people that I'm here for. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to do that no more. And I I learned it's it's not it's not required. It's not required to overthink and overstress. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's true. Now, what about you? Well... You know, Zora Neale Hurston said there are some years that give us answers and some years that ask questions. This was an answer year for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I learned a fucking lot. Um, I feel like this was the year that I actually learned that I'm enough. Like, that I really am enough. Like, I don't need anybody else to define me. Or to estimate my value or my worth. And that there's no institution that can do that. That there's no, um, you know, white-centered marker of success. Mm, Say that. Or black excellence that can do that. 
Like it's inherent to me. Like I do the work each day to be the best version of myself. And it's incumbent upon me to have the self-esteem and the self-love and the self-knowing to, to know when I, when I show up at my best and that, and nobody else can do that. Right. No, they can't. And you, and you're here for a purpose and you're special and no one else can do you and no one else can do what you do. Yeah. I mean, I think even in addition to me being enough, right. I think what I also learned this year is that, um, I like there's a self knowing that I've really tapped into of like, I actually know myself better than anybody else. (laughs) Like I need to trust my instincts. I need to trust my gut. And that, um, you know, when we encounter trauma, we encounter so many ways that we are taught not to trust ourselves. Mm. That's what trauma does. Like it, it separates us from ourselves. And I feel like this was the year of reassurances to be like, bitch, you know, like, you actually do know, and um, you can be confident in your choices. Like if you if you lean into what feels right, um, it'll actually work out. And I feel like the end of the year came around, and I was like, oh, oh, I made some good choices. Like it was some friendships that had to go. It was some friendships that had to go. Yeah. It was some relationships that had to go. You know, it was some situations that did not feel good that were outside of my boundaries that I was like, yeah, this gotta go. And it was myself knowing that was like, yeah, girl, this is not. Mm-hmm. And at the time you're questioning yourself, you're like, am I right. doing the right thing? I don't know. Right. This is hard. It's difficult. It's right. a lot emotionally to go through. And you look back and you're like, no, I knew exactly I what knew the fuck exactly I was doing. I, yeah. I was <laughs> gaslighting myself. So I knew mm-hmm. exactly what I needed for myself. So yeah, I think that's like the biggest lesson of 2022 is that actually, bitch, you know yourself. And you actually have the answers. Like, you good. That's a real good feeling. That's a good takeaway. Mm-hmm. This podcast is supported by generous donations from our patrons and listeners. Become a supporter today by heading to www.patreon.com slash media. You can stream the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud. When you listen, please consider hitting that heart button, sharing, giving us a five-star rating, and leaving some dope comments. This helps us with our paid drinkings and gets more listeners for the show. Thank you so much. So, so what are you taking with you into 2023? Ooh, what am I taking with me? I think I'm. I think I'm taking much more of a certainty mm. of what I want to do and what my path is, and 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 honestly, where where that path leads, mm-hmm. um, and being being much more settled in that. Mm-hmm. I think, like I said before, I think from this year I learned not to micromanage, not to try and make the perfect existence, mm-hmm. but also bouncing off of what you learned, right? There's some confidence mm-hmm. that, that 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 you take with you to be like, I, I you know I do know what the fuck mm-hmm. I'm doing, mm-hmm. and I might make a mistake here or there. Sure, but in the grand scheme of things, I know what I'm doing. I'm highly capable. I know myself better than anyone else knows me, mm-hmm. and I'm the right person to make the choices for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's that's really what I'm taking into the next year. It's just this idea that. 
that I choose mm. and my choices are correct. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Whether whether it leads to something positive or negative or or something otherwise, mm-hmm. my choices are correct because they're my choices. That's it. And kind of like you said, looking back over the year, just seeing kind of what's what's gone down and, and what I did and where where I succeeded and where I failed and where I feel like I fell short and where I feel like I, you know, blew past every expectation that I could have. That's the thing at the end is like, these were all of my choices mm-hmm. and, and they got me to where I am today. Mm-hmm. And I can say I'm better today than I was a year ago. Yeah. And I'm going to keep making choices for me and I'm going to be much better a year from now than I right. am today. Right. That's growth. 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 <laughs> I fuck with that. All right. What you taking? So it's interesting because I feel like, you know, I've been thinking about this a lot and I wrote this in my newsletter for the month that on the other side of questions for me is clarity. Mm. Like I have a lot of clarity on things that I was so unsure about. You know, I was really unsure about my path and like where I fit in and what my narrative was and like what I was doing. And like, you know, it was just like coming out of graduate school and being thrown into my tenure track position. And then it like being during a time where the school is in upheaval Mm -hmm. and then the United States government is in upheaval. And then the world is in a national and global pandemic. Like it's like nothing was settled. So I don't think I had the time to really sit with myself introspectively and really work through, you know, the transition from being in corporate America and then moving into academia and then moving into academia, you know? Yeah. And so I feel like this was the first time this year where enough things were consistent and routine so that I had time. I had time to to get the answers I needed to the questions I had been asking. Mm. And in getting those answers, I have I have such a clearer vision of what I want for myself. You know, what I would like to achieve and win and what I'm not about to do. Right. Like, I feel like I've, I've really come to the conclusion, like there are just some things academically and professionally that I'm not going to throw my name in the hat for. Like, I'm not going to keep putting myself on the butcher block for white supremacist, anti-black institutions to make me feel like shit because they don't think that studying black people is real political science. Mm. So we telling the truth today. Yeah, okay. I'm just not gonna do it. Like the last time that happened, then motherfuckers declined one of my articles and then hit me back immediately and asked me to review for them. And I replied, No, decline. And I told them it's real it's real shady in my obviously my academic voice, but it's mm-hmm. real shady <laughs> for you to consistently decline the work of black, queer, disabled, immigrant folk in the in the academy. And then ask us to provide you free labor mm-hmm. to review for you. You won't publish us, but you want us to be your, your peer reviewers for free. And we're often assistant professors. It's unpaid labor when we are on our tenure track. Like, that's wild. And, and the thing about it that, that's so interesting about stuff like that is historically, right, there is no other choice but to just do what right. they ask, right? Because. You're in a position where you're trying to get on. You're trying to find your your right. inroad you into making access. it to the next step. Right. And I just find it really brave that you're like, fuck that. No. I'm telling you no. <laughs> no. I decline. And here's why. 
I decline. I decline. No. Yeah, take take back your power. Right. Like you you if you're not gonna publish my shit, I'm not gonna re- review for you. And that's like one of the new rules I have for myself. I'm like, okay, if these motherfuckers ain't publishing me, I'm not reviewing for their fucking journals. You know what I'm saying? Like that's fucking wild. You know? So I'm I'm in a point now where I'm like, here's the things I'm gonna do. Like here's here's how many students I'm gonna work with. Here's the time of day I'm gonna reply to my emails. Here's how available I'm going to be when I'm traveling, right? Like, like really getting clear about like, this is what it's about to be Mm -hmm. because I actually matter, right? Like I actually am important. I'm a person. I feel like so many times this year I had to say, I'm a human being. I'm a person. You did. You said that a lot this year. I'm a person. I'm a person. I'm a person. I'm a person, you know? But I feel, I feel like part of that is, to be honest, part of just getting older and for us, I think inching Closer to 40. Yeah, I think that's it too. I, and, you know, you, you hear elders talk, you know, growing up, you hear elders say stuff about who they are and what they're going to do. And you're like, how the fuck? Mm-hmm. Who are you? How mm-hmm. did you decide? And now that I'm getting close to that listen, four zero, listen. I'm like, who? I understand. Energetically, I only have so much to give. Yeah. And I'm not about to give it to no foolery. I'm not about to be outside going back and forth with you. I don't have the energy to go back and forth with you. I'm not about to do it. So let me just set the standard up front so you know what it is. And then you can leave me the hell alone. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of my attitude now because I have so much clarity about who I am and what I need to survive and thrive. And I'm just not willing to compromise it because people are assholes. Where do they do that at? Sacrifice it for the people who count and who matter and will turn around and give it back and to And reciprocate it so it's restorative. You can find my mom and dad, a.k.a. That Black Couple, on the web at thatblackcouple.com. That Black Couple is owned and operated by Color Combos Media. If you would like to help fund our content, sign up at www.patreon.com slash colorcombosmedia. Please consider giving us $5 or $10 per month to help us build our platform and grow our organization. You can also give one-time donations at www.paypal.me slash colorcombosmedia. All donations are welcome. So this is the last question. As we move into 2023, we are throwing 2022 behind us. We said goodbye. Bye, Thank bitch. you for the lessons. The thing that you are hopeful about, and it could be multiple things, obviously. We're already, we're earth science. But what are you hopeful about, Darren, in 2023? You know, not to sound mm-hmm. selfish, mm-hmm. but I'm hopeful about me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling the hope. Yeah. I'm looking at the man in the mirror. Uh-huh. And I'm I'm feeling hopeful about that man that I see. Yeah. Number one. Because uh-huh. I just I feel like I, I feel like I've been through. You've been honestly. through. Honestly, I feel been like doing, I've been through. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, and it's funny because I was so excited to go to grad school and it took me a long time to get there. And I was yeah. like, Ooh, okay, I guess I'm gonna do it. And this is and the whole setup was, was fucking crazy. Yeah. I was commuting for half the week and I started Mm-hmm. right after covid mm-hmm. meaning it was the first time people were going back into the classroom mm-hmm. and we all had to wear masks and so for a whole year i was going to in-person classes where we had masks and we couldn't fucking hear each other half the time mm-hmm. you know and we're writers so we gotta like read our writing and shit i remember i was reading something that i wrote one time i ended up hyper hyperventilating at the oh, end because no. i was like oh my god i could can't fucking breathe oh, no. you know trying to read you know three pages right yeah and then Second year, 
we just had a fucking strike yeah. of the part-time faculty. Yeah, yeah, because them institutions be institutioning. <laughs> and I was so excited because I had a black man as my professor. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is fucking amazing. Yeah. And then they had a fucking strike. And so basically my whole semester yeah. was fucking wiped out. Yeah. And now I'm going into my thesis semester where I won't be in classes and I won't be on campus. So yeah. basically... That was my grad school experience. That's a rough time. Um, That's a rough not time. what I was expecting. That's a rough go at it. <laughs> but <laughs> what I will say is coming out of that, I feel like I got so much more confident mm-hmm. in myself and my ability and, and the the value of my work mm-hmm. and what I can provide and mm-hmm. what I can do and what I can produce and how quickly I can do it and how it will be received. Yeah. I got that. Um, I'm coming through a year. Where I was also working incredibly hard at work. Yeah. Incredibly hard. Yeah. I set a really high bar for myself. Yes, you did. And I said, I want to be number one. Yes, you did. Every every quarter, every yes, month. Yes, you did. Every, everything, I want to be number one. Yes. And I can now say with just a few days left. Yes. I. You did that, bitch. <laughs> you that did shit. that, bitch. Kiss the ass and kiss my ass, bitch. <laughs> Like I said, I've been working really fucking hard, <laughs> harder than I feel like I should have been. Yeah. But because I set the bar for myself, because you're you're I did it. Taurus is be Taurus. But again, I say all that to say, I can now say I did that you shit. You did it. Yeah. I I I was a top performer at work while being a grad student that was commuting mm-hmm. away from home mm-hmm. for half the week. Mm-hmm. Three kids with three kids mm-hmm. and a professor wife. That travels constantly, just about every week as well. <laughs> yes, shit was wild. Yeah, but I did it. Yes, you did. We did it. Yes, we did. And so, going into twenty twenty three, I feel like if I have done that <laughs> alone, I know, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I can make some shit happen in twenty twenty three. And then when I think about all the other shit we've been through, mm-hmm. oh, I know. Mm-hmm. I know some shit about to pop in 2023. Mm-hmm. And also, we've planned a lot of big shit. We have. We have planned a lot of big shit for the year. We have. It is time for shit to really, really pop. Yeah. I'm going to tell y'all right now. It's a secret. So, you know, don't, t- don't rush out and tell everybody too quickly. <laughs> but I'm planning and plotting for a return to social media. Oh, shit. I will be posting things. Oh, no. I will be taking pictures. What? I might, I might do a video. A video? I might TikTok. You might TikTok. I'm, I'm looking to 2023. You going to talk and tick? I might tick and talk and talk and tick. Wow. And tick on the tack talk. Oh, God. Not on the tack talk. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it's going to be. I'm done with this. Stay tuned because it's going to be wild. <laughs> I don't want you to tick on the tack talk. But this is what I'm saying. This this is the confidence. I've been, I've been, I've been in the shadows, gestating, <laughs> developing, you know. Oh, man. Coming into my own. It's, it's like it's like when, when you're, you're doing plants and you, and you get the seed. Yes. And, and you and you germinate it and you, yes. gotta, you feed it all the right shit. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then that seed pop open, you're like, oh shit, it's a fucking plant. That's yeah. where I'm at. Right there. That's I, I done gestated. Yeah. And I done broke through. Yeah. Uh-huh. And now it's about to be some some big shit. I gotta stop smoking weed so close to you when we're here. <laughs> I gotta stop giving you the second hand. It don't take me much. Because you definitely are high. It don't take Your me much. Your eyes are red. And I'm like, this nigga is high. Are you, are you sure it's because I'm high or is it because I it's, think it's both. very late? I think it's high and sleepy. Mm, okay. And it's a funny, funny combination. Okay. I'm, yes. I'm ro- I'm rolling with it. Let's do you it. You should. And you're going to laugh when you edit this episode. <laughs> just want to say that. Just want to mention that. Okay, I'm done. Okay. I'm done. It's mm-hmm. on you now. Well, um, my book drops next year. Hey. I just don't know what else to say. I'm just that motherfucker. I've been waiting for that for a long fucking time. So that's our, uh, that's our next baby, y'all. That's our next baby, and I mean, hopefully, both books will drop next year. But I don't know how publishing works, so we're just gonna have to see. But uh, it's books, it's books coming, and they're they're going, and it's it's actually happening, which is super weird. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Like, I wrote the fuck out that fucking book. Mm-hmm. Like, I yes, you did. I I I wrote the fuck out that fucking book. Um, Listen, y'all, this book. <laughs> I really wrote that book. So, yeah, I'm really excited about that. Um, I'm also really excited about what we're doing because we got some, like, we're actually, like, starting to, like, build our team's amazing. Like, we have an amazing team. Oh, my God. Our, our team is so good. Shout out to Mayo and Maya, who just really be holding shit down. But, like, um, we have, like, started these author talks. We have like systems in place. We got the Black Men's Book Club. You know, our writing groups, we actually launched them this year. So next year, they're going to be like institutionalized. I can't wait to do those again. Right. We have writing groups, reading groups over the summer. We have uh, summer programming and spring programming. You know, we're building our writing retreats. Like, this is a thing. This is an actual thing. And I'm so excited because, you know, it's one of the ways that we. Um, kind of build community power and community resources outside of these institutions that we're talking about, right? Like, it's great that you have been doing so well at work, and it's great that I'm navigating academia in the ways that I'm able to. But also, like, it's great to be able to work for yourself. Oh, yes. You know what I'm saying? And to be able to, to put, you know, resources out there that other folks can build from and be able to pay, pay themselves and you know, to have a team that we can pay. Like, I'm excited that we've started to build an infrastructure where we can do that and that we have our listeners and people who support us on Patreon to make sure we can pay that stuff because that's how we pay for it. We don't have a single advertiser. No, we don't. We don't have a single advertiser. We have been doing this podcast for, what, Who? seven years now? The long ass time, y'all. Five, long six, seven ass time. And we've been doing it. The whole time with not a single advertiser. We've done this all from our own pocket and our yeah. own labor. If you, if you, all y'all listeners, y'all ain't heard nothing about no Squarespace or no, no, none of them shit no. that you hear on the other podcast. No, we don't have none. All you hear us and and our children. And I'm not mad at it. Like I'm not mad at it at all. I would love to have an advertiser. Don't listen. Don't don't get yeah. me wrong. We're not turning away. If it's aligned, if it's like black owned or something like that, I'm with the shits. But what we're saying is, we've done all this from community and care, mm-hmm. and I'm just grateful that we've been able to do that. And I'm excited about next year because we've done so much in this year. I know we're going to do something amazing next year. So, yeah, I'm excited for what we're going to do with that black couple and 
Color Convos Media. And we're dropping a lit mag next year. Oh, shit, y'all. Water Cooler Literary is dropping next fall. It's coming. So just stay tuned. Follow us. It's going to be lit. That's a great way to end. Thanks. I made it up myself. (laughs) Thank y'all for listening. Before you go, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ThatBLKCouple, on Facebook at ThatBlackCouple, and look us up on the internets at www.ThatBlackCouple.com. Bye!